Welcome to the Financially Intelligent Physicians Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. David Norris, and together we will be discussing what they didn't, or rather oftentimes, won't teach you in medical school or residency. Now, my mission and purpose is to help you develop the practice you desire through business education. And over the course of these podcasts, we're going to cover topics such as leadership, financial intelligence, patient satisfaction, process improvement, negotiations, and many more. Welcome, and in today's talk, we're going to talk about 10 tips that you can use and implement as you're confronting a troublesome employee. Now, now confronting others about critical issues is very difficult for most people, even physicians, but it is probably perhaps one of the most important duties you will have as a leader and a business owner. Uh, and it can also be one of the most unpleasant ones you'll have to do. Uh, it's been suggested that you might substitute the word confront for clarify, but honestly, I don't think it really matters what you call it, just as long as you deal with the issues at hand. Uh, and, and to help you uh, with these difficult, challenging encounters, um, I suggest you kind of follow these uh, the following 10 steps or tips that uh, can actually improve the outcomes of these meetings. So number one, uh, do your confronting in private. All right, Avoid public confrontation unless the situation's an emergency and harm might come to someone else. What you want to do is you want to you want the, uh, the other party, the employer, whoever, uh, to be receptive to the feedback you're about to give. And, and doing so in public uh, is a great way to ensure they will not receive that message correctly because they're going to have their guards up and some barriers up. Um, so always do it in private. Uh, num- number two is don't dilly-dally. You know, confront them as soon as possible. You want the situation to be fresh in their minds, and you also need it fresh in your minds. Because, you know, as humans, we, we tend to naturally forget details over time, and often our brains will, will create memories uh, in order to fill in the gaps. And uh, this will happen uh, more often when we wait to discuss the situation with the individual uh, rather than dealing with it immediately. So, you know, talk with them as soon as possible. The third um, thing that you might want to consider is address only one issue at a time. Okay, if, if there are more uh, than one issue to discuss, don't overload the individual with a long list of issues. Instead, pick the most important or the most pressing issues to discuss and focus on improving those first. Deal with the critical issues first and then move on down to secondary uh, and and less critical issues. Um, If you try to give them a bucket list or or, or a punch list of things they need to work on, uh, they're going to get overwhelmed and you will not see the improvement in performance or behavior that you're looking for. So address one issue at a time. The fourth is don't be a broken record. All right. Once you make your point, stop. All right. Harping on issues does nothing but make folks tune them out. And then um, they tend to disregard your concerns after that. So make your point and then, you know, ask them to repeat what you've just said so that you know they understand what's going on, uh, how you're perceiving it and the gravity of the situation. Telling them the same thing more than once often will not guarantee their understanding or compliance. So, Uh, make your point once and then ask them if they understand and to demonstrate that they understand. Number five is know what they can and cannot control. 
you know, before you walk into this meeting, make certain that you have reasonable expectations in the terms of what they can and cannot control. And then once you're in the meeting, only focus on those things that they can control, you know. If there's something outside of their control, um, uh, but it's a problem, then you need to deal with it in another way. Um, and they should honestly only be held responsible for what they can, can control. Uh, to hold them accountable for something that they can't control is unreasonable and a surefire way to build up frustration in your relationship and uh, make that relationship between you and the employee even worse. And then they can even poison the well, if you will. So uh, when you meet with them, make certain you know what they can and cannot control. Uh, number six is be serious and direct in your uh, communication. You know, Avoid sarcasm at all costs. People will always take sarcasm personally because it signals that uh, you're angry at them uh, and not necessarily at their actions. What we want as leaders when we're counseling employees is we, we want uh, to focus on their actions and their behaviors and the changes that are necessary. Once they begin to feel that we're angry and demeaning towards them as individuals uh, at their core whole, um, they're going to begin to resent you and uh, their behavior more than likely only get worse. And uh, the chances of you actually being effective as a leader and getting them to change their behavior uh, drops as we approach the situation with sarcasm. So don't use sarcasm. Number seven is watch your language. Watch the words you use very carefully. And in fact, don't ever use words like always and never. You know, people will immediately discount what you say if you use these words because uh, there is uh, very little in life that truly fits within those terms as it relates to humans and our behaviors and interactions. And when we say you always do that or you never do that uh, or this never happens or that always happens, that tends to make people defensive. And then once those defensive barriers go up, they're not nearly as receptive to the feedback that you're giving. So... Be very careful with the language that you use uh, when you're counseling the employee. Uh, number eight is uh, spend some time developing um, some suggestions um, uh, that you can offer or maybe some questions you can ask instead of making outright criticisms of them as, uh, at the beginning of the meeting. You know, start starting with a few questions um, will help you determine their awareness of the situation and how quickly you might actually be able to resolve it. Use these questions and, and suggestions you develop before the meeting to help them see the issue for what it is and the severity that it entails. Simply stating criticisms might make you feel better, but it actually can actually uh, be, do very little to change their behavior. So before you meet with them, think of a few suggestions or a few questions you might want to uh, pose to them before you try to counsel them. Number nine, don't be sorry about the confrontational meeting. All right. These are hard things and they must be done. Um, and that's just part of life, part of being a physician and sometimes um, being a business owner. So when do not apologize for the confrontational meeting. Apologizing for them uh, serves only to make you feel better and it actually can reduce the impact of the meeting. Um, and it also might signal to them that you're unsure about what you're discussing. So do not leave any doubt in their mind by apologizing for doing your job as a leader. Never apologize 
for the confrontational meeting. And then finally, number 10, some folks recommend a compliment sandwich. You know, that's when you do a compliment, confront, compliment the individual. And although I understand why they're doing it, I, I honestly, I disagree with this approach, particularly if the reason for the confrontation is serious. You know, you can compliment them at the beginning, and, but I, 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 I personally suggest you refrain from complimenting them at the end. Doing so can lead them to minimize the seriousness of the situation, and then they won't necessarily understand or appreciate the, the full severity of it. So as a leader, you want them to be fully aware of the situation. You want them to appreciate the gravity, and you want them to be stir, spurred. Uh, to take corrective action. So tacking on a compliment at the end is really more for your feelings than the other person's. So my personal recommendation is don't do that. So if, if you're having problems uh, dealing with a troublesome employee, um, you know, deal with the problem immediately directly and use the tips that we've talked about today to kind of help you uh, navigate these, these uh, unpleasant waters, if you will. Um, if you're needing help with this sort of thing, be sure to visit me at www.davidnorrismdmba uh, and reach out to me and I'll do what I can to help you. Also, take a peek at my website. I have uh, six new webinars that are free for you to, to, uh, to watch uh, on a variety of topics. Uh, and um, uh, you can find them at my website. So I'm very happy you've decided to invest in yourself today. It's the best investment you'll ever make. Thanks so much for listening. And if you're enjoying these podcasts, please share them with your friends and colleagues. And be sure to check out my books at Barnes & Noble and Amazon. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I'll see you next time.